0: Teenage Situation by Rodiola here on WFHB. It's Unspoken Requests, episode 87. It's Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. I'm Jared. Mike here. And uh, we're joined uh, once again here at WFHB by
1: Kate Long. Welcome. Oh, Kate, why can't we hear you? Oh, uh, hello. Oh, there it is. I just wasn't holding was Okay, well, I think also try that.
0: Mike won't give me headphones. I don't know what's going on.
1: We're good now. I'm still, you know, this happens every single time, but I'm trying to get it all technologically sorted out uh, on the fly while we we get it going. So, sorry about that. Apology accepted.
0: (laughs) How you doing, Mike? I'm doing okay. I am feeling like... Can I have headphones next time? Yes, I'm exactly. really confused. I feel like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm being pranked, and this, oh. is even, this is not even being recorded.
1: Well, I yes, I'm happy to give you headphones next time. I thought that doing it this way would t- take a load off for you. Do you feel free? No, I thought it would be more comfortable. Really? Yeah. Well, I appreciate fine? that. Yeah. That's yeah.
0: sweet of you. What? Are you comfortable? I'm fine.
1: Next time, I'll make sure everybody <laughs> you
2: has. You look headphones. comfortable. Yeah. This your this lounge couch is couch great. Is nice.
0: You know, I. Uh, Mike and I went to uh, the movie theater in Franklin yesterday and uh, along with friend of the show, David Woodruff. And uh, midway during the show, when I went to go refill my popcorn and diet soda... Actually, I, I, the second time I didn't get diet soda, I got the uh, Lafayette root beer. That's what I had. Um, anyway... When I returned, I didn't return. Yeah, I hope you, you weren't too worried.
1: No, I knew, I knew your plans from the from the get go. I knew where you were headed. Uh, the reason I bring this up is because I went to the
0: couch in the back of the theater. Oh. There's a big, giant leather couch. It's like a movie theater seat, only in the form of a giant, uh, couch. Kind of looks like for making out in the of, back. Back of a Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. mm-hmm. wow. Um, but it's like a 750 seat.
1: Auditorium. Do you think they're and counting those couches when they say seven fifty? Uh, yes. Yeah, me too.
2: <laughs> was it as comfortable as this couch?
0: Uh, yes, about the same level of comfort. Really? <laughs> are you surprised that it was as comfortable as which way are you surprised?
1: This couch that you're sitting on right now. Yeah, is so plush. And so soft.
0: I would almost say the other one at the movie theater is more comfortable than this. Of course you would, because you want to try to hurt my
3: feelings.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, I mean, they're both comfortable in their own But those are like
1: leathery, right? They're like patent leather. What's that mean? Patent patent They're slick, right?
0: I know that. What's patent? Patent leather? Is that the word?
1: Yeah. What's that mean? That's what Air Air Jordan had on his shoes that was so shiny. But what's the word patent mean there? I don't know. I don't know why it's called that. We're just using I'm it like you think you know what it, Yeah. I'm just using it because I know what it means. <laughs> I'm not using it because I know I think where it, it implies, comes
2: from. It implies discomfort, though. That's what Uh-oh. you're yeah. getting at here. Yeah,
0: totally. Well, I was very comfortable. I I, I, I almost, but I was like halfway laying down on this couch.
1: But was it like velvety or was it slick? Like you could, like if you had a spill, you could just wipe it right off. Uh,
0: yes, I could, have, I could have wiped it right
1: off. That's not, that even, it doesn't matter how that felt softness wise it's not as comfortable as this couch also it had uh a wider cushions well you know what when do you guys I
2: ever take a break in arm wrestle during <laughs> your shows no but that's not a bad idea
1: yeah, <laughs> a except idea. for he'd kill me look at those things
0: well, no i'm i'm out of i'm out of I'm out of shape I, I i was going to the ymca oh two years ago yeah before <laughs> the before the global <laughs> pandemic uh but then i actually ran into uh, a ymca Worker. Oh. It worked today. And he encouraged me to come by
1: and (laughs) re-sign up again. I was like, you know what? Maybe Maybe. I will. (laughs) Uh, What I was going to say though is when I nap on this couch or come out here sometimes and play Rocket League on the Nintendo with my friends, I take those back cushions off so that it is extra wide. My kids also do that and build forts with them.
2: Oh, right.
0: You don't have to do that with this couch at the movie
1: theater. It's already... It's already perfect <laughs> comfort wise. Also, didn't it have aluminum rails?
0: Yeah. Yeah. But they no, they no, had thanks. cushions on like on top they were like, yeah. you know, <laughs> cushioned uh leather yeah. on top of it It looked fine. It looked fine. You know what I was thinking though? I was like, if I snuck in a pillow, <laughs> <laughs> like I could really just like nap lay down here mm-hmm. and relax and watch this thirty five millimeter film.
1: I asked you if you had fallen asleep from the back yesterday. I fell asleep during the movie yesterday. You did? I did. I dozed off. Oh.
0: Yeah. Did you, did you know that Randy Newman has a writing credit in Three Amigos?
1: Did you notice that, that in, during the opening credits? I knew that, yeah. It was
0: like written by three people. One of them is
1: Randy Newman. I've seen that movie a thousand times. But has he written other movies? I love it.
0: Has he written for other movies? I don't know about that. Not music. I'm talking about, you know, lines.
1: I've watched the Three Amigos so many times that I've hardly seen any other movies, so I don't know the answer. It was my first time seeing it front to,
0: end. <laughs> what was what was your review? Good, yeah, that's good. Funny movie. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> good, funny movie. Um,
0: it 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 wasn't as I was expecting more. Uh, <laughs> Oh, we gotta. We gotta <laughs> Mike, oh, yeah. there's some animal in the studio. Kate,
1: if that cat becomes an, uh, <laughs> a problem for you, oh, which god. it looks like it might be right now. <laughs> oh my god,
2: uh, she just put
1: her arm around me. Oh, she's real snuggly. I can get rid of her okay, if you no, want. Just one, say the word. Listener, I'm
0: thinking, uh, me and my uh, wife are thinking about getting a dog. Should we get a dog? Sound off in the comments. You yes. should get a big old Marmaduke. Uh, that sounds like a, a, marma, a marma dunk. I'm a, a marma. I'm a
2: that big fan work. of small dogs. Yeah personally. Yeah. Um, I already have the best one, so you're gonna have to get the second best. <laughs>
1: okay. What kind of dog do you have?
2: Um she is part Shitsu part Lhasa Apso, which What's is that? a Tibetan uh, watchdog Whoa. breed. Oh. Uh, she's she's an odd shape, but she's Perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What's the name of that dog?
2: Her name is Dottie.
1: Dottie. That's a good dog name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Short for Dorothy Mildred.
0: Perfect. I'm a rebel, Dottie. I'm a, I'm a loner, Dottie. <laughs> I'm a dog, yeah. dottie. <laughs> a rebel. Uh, I want the dog from Colombo, but I don't think that is probably the best dog for us.
1: Noisy. Howling at the that's moon. That's what stuff. that's
0: what I hear. I hear these hound dogs really.
1: They let her rip.
0: Yeah.
2: Are they good? Are they supposed to be hunting dogs? Is that the thing with those kinds of dogs?
1: Good question. I th-
0: that's what I associate. I with don't more. want anybody hunting dogs. <laughs> oh, hunting dogs! I <laughs> see. What you're saying.
1: Yesterday, on the way to uh, the movie in Franklin, Jared noticed a sign for a psychic fair going on.
3: Oh. I
1: suggested yeah. that we should go there and ask because he was like should we go to that later and i said let's go and ask them if we come later so that we can plan ahead (laughs) Uh, but we ended up
2: not going we
0: we drove into the parking lot and then we realized it wasn't what we were hoping it would be
2: what if you were supposed to go though and not going Uh, somehow you know through time the wires of fate or whatever
3: yeah Yeah.
0: Well, I was, we really
2: blew it. I saw speaking of. I was in Louisville uh was it just yesterday, I believe it was. And I was <laughs>
0: Actually, it was um
1: f- f- uh, 5 days ago. Oh yeah, it's Wednesday night.
2: Oh right, yeah, it was 5 <laughs> days ago. And um there was uh, we're at this outside market and there was a um <laughs> There was, a, <laughs> there was a, a like a bus or like a trailer or something. I actually don't remember. It was a structure in the middle of all of these other vendors, with a sign on the door that said "Emergency Tarot." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I uh, it was really hot, and I didn't want to stay, but I was really yeah. curious about the emergency tarot station.
1: Uh, Mike, uh, I my I, I'm not well versed in the tarot world, mm-hmm. but. Uh, my impression of it has been that it's more of like a prompt for your day, right?
2: Yeah, it's a it's a tool. Yeah. I dabble. Like a page, yeah,
0: a, day cal- so like a, page a day calendar <laughs> where you rip off the thing each day?
2: No.
1: Okay. <laughs> I've been with a friend who was doing a tarot reading, and I've been with a friend who w- was doing a tarot reading. Mm-hmm. And that was my impression, was that it's just kind of, you know, it's a tool, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So what would the... An oblique strategy. Yeah, exactly. So what would the emergency be where you would need that tool.
2: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like when you like really need a pair of scissors for something (laughs) similar thing. You're like, ah, I just day feels weird. I don't know what to do right now. Don't know if I should go to the psychic or not. Yeah. Then you go get an emergency tarot. It's like
0: you're that guy (laughs) in the V8 commercial, (laughs) only there's like no V8 around. Remember those commercials? No. (laughs) Oh, the guy's like walking sideways. And it's like V eight. Get your get your life get straight. Get your day straight. Yeah. St-
1: yeah, something like that. Hmm. I used to keep a twenty sided die in my pocket, and the reason I don't anymore is just because I lost it. But uh, <laughs> you know, they might. I'd, that's the kind of thing I
0: was hoping they would have at the psychic fair. Like, I was like, I wonder if they would have like some really neat wizard figurines or, <laughs> or uh dragons you know, with a crystal dragon ball. crystals and yeah. stuff. Uh, and they might have, but the only thing we saw outside was some like uh seemed like some anti-vax yeah paraphernalia uh, yeah. and so i think the psychic fairs, uh at least that one didn't seem like
1: the thing RC. we were looking for yeah uh the reason i kept the die some die the die in my pocket mm-hmm. um was for decision making like that uh, uh well. usually in a group setting on tour in particular or if you're like yeah. taco like, bell and it's like how many eat? tacos should i order <laughs> Right, <laughs> 20 it is crepe case uh It came in handy when there were like four of us trying to decide where to eat. Then Mm -hmm. you're like, well, we'll leave it up to fate. Yeah. Yeah. Now I got to get a tarot deck so we can do that.
2: It's pretty fun, I got to say. And you can get some, uh, you know, there's some pretty cool artwork involved a lot of times too. So it's, it's just a nice thing to look at.
0: Someone brought a tarot deck out on one of our episodes from yesteryear. Is that right? Yeah, I remember seeing one out. Oh, I forget who or when that, who was that? Was it Don? No. Uh s- someone well, we'll have to we'll take, get back to you on that. Um today's topic loosely was uh movie theater popcorn. Um because we just I, I I ate a lot of movie theater popcorn in the last week. Me and Mike went to two different movies in the last oh, eight wow. days. That is true. So, six days. And each time I got a large bucket to myself and refilled it and no one really helped me eat it too I much. Ate, so I just think ate a lot between
1: those two big buckets of popcorn, I probably had three handfuls total.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't really love popcorn that much.
0: Um, mm. The question we received was, what is the most you would be willing to pay for movie theater popcorn? So, like, let's say you're in the mood and you want it. How? What's the most you would pay for it? That's part of the reason I don't get it.
1: What's what I, what I don't want to pay for it. What? I, play right. Along. So
2: what's So <laughs> what? said <So> play along.
0: <laughs> yeah. So but but what's, but you like it to some extent. I to a degree. Right. So what is the price you would pay for um, three handfuls of movie theater popcorn? Which I
1: guess is all you want. A small. A small. Okay. A small. I would pay two dollars for a small movie theater popcorn.
0: So, at the place we went to yesterday, it was for a small, I think,
1: $3. Okay. So, and free I refills. Be, I could be so. pushed. Yeah, free refills, I could be pushed to a third dollar if I really wanted. Okay. So, you would pay
0: the going rate, more or less, more or at less, the theater like we went so. to yesterday, yeah. which is less than the big We boys. went to the Artcraft theaters we mentioned, and they have local popcorn, and it's less expensive than the,
1: the chains. That's the American yeah. way, really. Yeah.
2: I, I would maybe eat that popcorn. <laughs> I'm I'm a bit of a snob though. I'm the one who yeah. packs my own popcorn in oh, my bag right. when I go to movies I mean, because I make I make really good that's popcorn. A good idea. What's I'd, your brand? Or how, my brand? Where you how get do your, I, what kind of no, kernels? I'm, I'm, uh, What's, who's your kernel? Uh, I do try, I do connect? end up getting the the local the Indiana great. grown great uh-huh. kernels and uh, I don't know I I feel like I've got. I've got the touch, the magic touch when I make popcorn.
1: You do stovetop?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Shaking the pan. Yeah. Oh. So it's a whole thing.
1: I have one of those uh, popcorn
0: poppers. Yeah. With the dome on it, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. It spins
1: around. My kids eat a lot of popcorn. It's one of their favorite snacks, and they just do the microwave thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well.
2: Takes all kinds. Yeah. It it takes all kinds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I worked in a movie theater for a month when I was a... 18 years old, mm-hmm. and I was the guy that made the popcorn for a time.
2: Did you just always leave and smell like the popcorn? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But the thing about popcorn is the smell is the thing I probably like the most. Mm. I like when the kids are making it, and I come in the room, it's like, it smells good. I like that. Just you, know what I, it. <laughs> you know what else I do like is the uh, popcorn, the buttered popcorn Jelly Belly.
2: Oh, no. No? No, no, no. That's the one I cannot do really just, just the, the, over the
1: over. one what
2: <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing I,
0: mike mentioned mike mentioned for the millionth time his movie theater job and how normally he mentions how he rem- remembers over and over cleaning up at the end of joe dirt when they're playing this cheap trick song oh, Okay, that's so why i put that particular song on in the gotcha. background
2: that's a lot of shared history and so some deep diving into friendship right there. Yeah. yeah. I, think I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> 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 you know the song? I can't hear it. Oh. Well, if we had headphones, yes. if
0: we had headphones, we I'm could sorry. It. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I want my money back. I don't have the song.
1: I do like the song. Let's to play for a while.
0: Are we loud? Yeah, it's the radio, Jack. <laughs> lonely, lonely you know Look at these it's rascals. Like. You fight it. it's a- I'd like to go see them in one of these free, stages, rib tests. Yeah, I do that. Summer.
1: Here comes the hook.
0: Ready? the while, there's just Joe Dirt bloopers playing on the screen.
1: Joe Dirt bloopers in my teenage mind, just being expanded by this. You know, it's thinking about the future, thinking about the world that lies ahead of me. Picking up old popcorn. I was just about to move to Bloomington. Oh. Yeah. It was a real intense time.
2: So you came for? Did you come for college?
1: Came for college. Yeah. yeah. But I had to come. I did real poorly in high school. Believe it or not, me. Uh, <laughs> and so I, they, I, you made me an offer. Uh, to try out for college, so I had to come a <laughs> summer earlier than my peers, so that I could uh, cut the muster. Yeah. Uh, it was a bicycle race. I was gonna
2: say, <laughs> what does trying out for college look like?
0: It was uh, it was like <laughs> that scene an in Back Course. to <laughs> Yeah, you have to go before the panel of like Hugh Lewis and the others, like in Back to School. No,
1: I had to do a Billy Madison like oh, yeah. <laughs> summer. Uh, no, it was uh three college level courses and I did earn credit for the courses Uh, and you just had to live in a dorm for a month and take these courses and pass them and do well and show that you're not dumb Mm -hmm. and I I did it I made it in so then that's why I stayed here but yeah yeah
2: I didn't know that about you
1: yeah that I was such an idiot
2: (laughs) (laughs) well I'm just kidding what did you what did you go to school for what did you study
1: uh, telecommunications. I have oh, a degree yeah. in telecommunications from. Indiana Look at him University. now. Yeah. On the air, telecommunicating. Look you.
2: Tell yeah. <laughs> That's
1: right. Using my degree professionally at my job, the whole thing—it's yeah. a real dream life that I've got.
2: Yeah.
0: I
1: couldn't ask for more.
0: Couldn't ask for more. Remember that song? Okay, nope. hey, we got another question um, about movie theater popcorn. Which national movie theater has the best? popcorn I don't I don't know no I don't I, I, I just know the EMCs are on here yeah, I guess that's
1: all I know. Yeah. So we don't know the answer. Although the theater that I worked at in high school and is still operating today in my hometown is an independent theater. Which is nice. Really? Yeah. It's still there? Yeah. I looked at the last time we were home. In what town? Warsaw? Warsaw, Indiana. What's it called? North Point. Huh? I think that's point with an e, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's nice. That's but fancy. I don't remember for sure. Maybe it's north with an e. <laughs> How many people live in Warsaw? I don't know. I only know a few of them. <laughs> All right.
2: I regret wearing black pants.
1: Oh, cause of the cat. Yeah. I'll, I can get you a lint roller. Sweet. If you want. Yeah. Yeah. Jess has one in there. I wore black pants, black shorts to the movies
0: yesterday, specifically because when I went to the movies the week before, I had butter stains on my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to do this again. I'm going to wear black. And I did.
2: You know, you can still get butter stains <laughs> on black clothing. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I've, I've done it before. Yeah.
1: Do you butter your stovetop popcorn?
2: Yes, Yeah, I do. Yeah, good. Good. <laughs>
1: uh, my son, I told him, so we were going to take him to the theater with us yesterday. And I said, do you want to go to the movies with Jared and David and I? He was like, yeah, sounds fun. He goes, do they have snacks there? And I said, yeah, man, they do. He's like, can I get some? Yes, of course. Uh, and then later that night, I was putting him to bed. He was laying in his bed. And then he, uh, I was like, okay, good night. See you later. And I turned to walk out of the room. He was like, dad, wait, do they have, this is hours later. He's like, do they have popcorn at that theater? Yeah, of course, man. Every movie theater has popcorn. And he goes, is it really buttery? <laughs> I said, yeah. And he said, that's what I'm going to get. <laughs> I, uh, oh, and then the poor guy
0: got sick. Then he and got couldn't sick in Congo. Oh yeah. man. Bummer. <laughs> and Mike yeah. went without him.
1: <laughs> Whoops.
2: Yeah. I, I, uh, I can relate though. I'm always thinking about what, what I'm going to eat next and if it's going to be good or not. So, uh, and if that's a kid thing, I never outgrew it. Yeah. yeah. I don't
1: know if it is a kid thing. Jared does that. Sure. You you think about your food all the time. I guess so. I don't do that. Not because I uh, don't care about food, but because I can't think ahead of the moment that I'm in at a given time. And so I don't think about food until my body's like, you need to eat something. The number of times I go without eating lunch in a day just because I forgot or got busy or whatever, it's, it's a high number. Huh. It's, it's foolish.
2: Hmm. Sorry, guys. How have no. you gotten so good at living in the moment? I wonder.
1: It's a. I wouldn't say I'm so good at it. I would say it's a deficiency. <laughs>
2: okay. An inability to think ahead. Yeah,
1: especially as the member of a family. Oh, yeah. It causes problems. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can see that. I can see yeah. that being an issue. All of a sudden, you're yeah. somewhere like, oh, I need an
0: emergency tarot. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That is when it would come in handy. Yeah. Someone like me who can't look at a calendar.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What'd you have for lunch today? I did not have lunch today. Oh, Mike. <laughs> I made breakfast for everybody, and I cut the grass. And then we were just hanging around. I was cleaning up in here so we could do this tonight, and just, yeah, just didn't eat lunch. Then I ate too much for dinner.
2: That's, that'll, that'll happen. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say that's how they get you, but that doesn't <laughs> really make not any sure. sense in that context.
0: <laughs> uh, Kate. Yeah. The new Rode- Rodeola is out now. Mm-hmm. Um, I know uh, you warned us about asking you any
1: questions
2: oh, about I'd, it. but no. Yeah, feel free. I'm warmed up now. Uh, okay,
0: good. You're allowed to... You can pass. Mm-hmm. You can phone a friend. <laughs> Pull the audience. You can. What are the other options? Pull the audience. Pull the Pull audience. The, oh, yeah, okay. Or um I think that's all, right? What, pick two? No, that's Panera. <laughs> <laughs> we can eliminate two of the choices.
2: You don't even have a question for me do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: the question is No, um your album's out now. It's uh-huh. scorching up, scorching up the charts. Sc- scorching the, it's a heat seeker mm-hmm. going to the top of the charts. Um, <laughs> when did it actually come out? It's been out a little, a few weeks now, a couple months, right?
2: Couple. months. Came out in. I believe it was, sometime in April. Yeah, that sounds right. Does that sound right? That sounds I right. I think I was gonna do March, and then it was just so easy, as you know, to keep kicking it down the road a little bit. Uh, March twelfth. It was in March, <laughs> March twelfth, <12th.
0: laughs> March twelfth, <12th>, two thousand twenty one,
2: <laughs> which felt like April, but yeah, it wasn't. I didn't oh. realize
0: it was like June until, you know, or I, I forgot sh- it was June. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know.
2: Yeah, I w- forgot it was Sunday. Um, oh. I I realized oh, I was supposed to be in church right now. <laughs> no. Okay, good. Um, not yet. But I I think when March twelfth was a significant date. I mean, it ended up just being when I was ready to do it anyway, but I was thinking about how uh, the year prior uh, was like kind of the last night before everything shut down here in Bloomington. yeah. Yeah, And I had played a show at Landlocked and then I went to a bar, a crowded bar with a friend whose birthday it was. Sounds like a super spreader event. It was absolutely that. Um, And, you know, and I think we're we're all aware. And I remember hearing talk that like the schools were maybe going to close the next day and kind of being ready for that. But we were still like spitting in each other's faces across a table. And And we didn't even (laughs) start
0: wearing masks until like weeks after that. Right. I remember going to the grocery store without a mask on for a while.
1: Yeah. It's all yeah, a blur, to me, but you it know? all, the tumblers fell pretty fast once they started going. The thing that signified it for me was when the NBA shut down. And it was, I'm not, I don't keep up was with the NBA. Was that that
0: Wednesday night before? Yeah. All that, so, like, it was the, yeah, the NBA and then Tom
1: Hanks. It was just, I, I don't keep up with the NBA, but when the NBA was like, yeah. we're shutting down the NBA. Yeah. I just knew how many people were losing enormous amounts of money to make that decision. And it seemed like, whoa, this is real. This is a real deal. Yeah.
2: That's what I thought of when I thought of March twelfth. Was was how it had been a year really since I had played music, you know, with anybody either, and and only just recently have I played music in a room with other people and sang with other people, which was really the thing I missed the most. I don't I don't really miss playing shows um, or going to shows even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I like I like the, the practice part. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I apologize to all my friends who were in musical hacks, but I don't really miss. I haven't really missed going to shows. Who could? Okay.
2: <laughs> I mean, I I love. I I have enjoyed shows more in recent years than I ever did before, like in my twenties and stuff, because I think I just I don't know I appreciate the the act of it, like getting up there and being vulnerable, and I love how you you know you hear can like hear all that's like even the mistakes and stuff yeah. I love that part I just don't like being in a place with a lot of people
0: <laughs> and have yeah and not being able to yeah b- being required to be there until a certain time
2: right
1: yeah this is a weird town for it too because mm-hmm. you know every face in the crowd yeah and it just feels like an extra added layer of not pressure that's not the word but I don't know uh, you're on the hook a little more when Run, you know everybody. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I used to talk to John Dawson about, because I've always had a bit of performance anxiety uh-huh. and like maybe a bit of social anxiety too. And I used to talk to him about, um, he because we, we played music together in the early day minors for a while. Oh, right, sure. And he would, and he's great. I don't know if you've seen him on stage, but like he really oh, yeah. gets into this zone totally. of, of performing. And he would describe it as like, like stepping over this line and like just stepping into like the kind of performance space. I think it's harder to do that <laughs> when you're playing a show to a bunch of people that you know yeah, and sure. who know you know you in in all kinds of other different capacities of work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then to try and occupy that space. Yeah, I think it's harder here. But I I haven't toured much, and so I haven't really got to experience the the joys of playing out of town as much as you have. Yeah, Maybe imagined. you don't you could, have to
1: worry about when you play out of town, you don't have to worry about uh, knowing the people in the room. Cause there are no people in the room. <laughs> 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 you, yeah.
3: you,
0: you should have like an out of town persona where you're just like, Oh yeah. Th- you know, breaking glasses on stage <laughs> and just like, you know, really, you know, yeah. Being uh-huh. really combative with the audience and throwing tomatoes at them and stuff, but not in Bloomington. You're just like, you know, yourself thanks for coming everyone yeah <laughs> thanks for coming
2: <laughs> thanks for coming got out some,
0: got a new album in the back <laughs> but then out of town you could just be like you know letting it rip yeah, yeah. throwing beer bo- bottles into the crowd just an idea
2: hmm. something to think about yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna think on that one yeah thanks Jared <laughs>
1: hey, no problem <laughs> Kate I wanna ask you a question okay. that I haven't formulated well in my head but it's something I think about a lot mm-hmm. um, and you're in, kind of in the sweet spot for it right now as someone who puts out albums, and we're talking about your new album, mm-hmm. and it's out now, mm-hmm. and <laughs> how does that feel now? I feel like times have changed in a way, so that when you put an album out, the moment that it comes out is like socially the 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 thing right. to pay attention to, and then when that goes, yeah. where do you find yourself?
2: Yeah, um, yeah, I could probably be doing more. For like keeping the momentum going, but I haven't felt like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I personally like a lot of times will miss people's releases and not listen to it until later. Yeah. And so I know that that happens. And so I, I do kind of want to try and maybe keep it on people's radar and stuff, but I also don't want to be annoying. Cause yeah, you do so, you build it up so much before the release and you're just like, you tired of yourself talking totally. about it. Right. And yeah. posting about it and you're like, oh, I know this is super annoying. Um, but I, I mean the best thing for me having it out is just hearing from people unprovoked to or like hey i really like it or i like this part thing about it or something you know and uh or like one of my friends was like totally cried in my car to it
3: <laughs> yeah
2: that's great and that's that feels nice you know and if it's i don't if it's just a few people even it's like okay cool i did it you know
1: what kind of life do your own recordings have for you after you finish them and release oh,
2: them? yeah, that's an interesting question.
1: Because, yeah, people will continue to listen to it now for hopefully forever. Mm-hmm. But I, personally, once I record something and spit it out, I don't really think about it anymore.
2: Yeah, I, I haven't really, yeah, clearly. I mean, that was why I was nervous about the questions because <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I've probably kind of stopped thinking about it, but I've also, you know, been busy, extra busy the past month or so, but... Um, I uh unlike albums in the past where I, c- I couldn't listen to it afterwards or or got to a point where I just you know just yeah. like I needed space yeah. from it um I think I had space from this one so much throughout the process of making it I mean I wasn't really in the room with a lot of the pieces of it coming together Yeah interesting So there and was you've been
0: working on it for it was a few few (laughs) like multiple years right yeah yeah so you had time to yeah
2: yeah so there's a lot of there was a lot of space in there so like i i kind of you know i think especially once i got the the sequence down and i felt like oh this is actually maybe some kind of there's maybe some kind of story arc that i didn't intend um and then then yeah and hearing everything that people had done that they had done remotely uh so I, I've, it's been fun to actually go yeah. back, and it wasn't. It also wasn't an album that was like super painful to make. I don't know if you've had that experience, but the one that we put out prior was just kind of excruciating. That was the Kickstarter, right? Yeah, yeah. I think because I felt a lot of pressure from because of the Kickstarter, yeah. and I I knew that I wanted it to sound different than the one before that, um, and so we were trying to pull back and like leave a lot of space in the songs uh which is actually really hard to do.
1: Totally. Yeah.
2: And it feels uh I was just complimenting Joe O'Connell who I saw the other day about how he's really good at doing that in yeah. his music. Um but it was it was yeah, that one I I didn't enjoy the making of that album and so I think with this last one I was like I'm not well, I thought I thought to myself that I was not going to make another album if it was wasn't enjoying it. So I was I succeeded, I think. At that's great, at yeah. not Not overthinking it and just kind of letting it, um, letting it be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Totally. You know? Yeah. So.
0: Well, it's a great album.
1: I'm <laughs> glad to hear that it was fun, actually. I think that's great. Yeah. That's inspiring to me and exciting.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I also think, you know, I don't know if I want to make another album uh, in a studio again like all in one go yeah I think that there's so much pressure to when you're doing that um and I think that was a big factor in how much I enjoyed this last one is because it was there's just time so much time (laughs) two plus years of time yeah Yeah.
1: I think it's so great the
2: album thanks
1: yeah
0: are Um, there any certain artists or albums that uh, Influenced this one more than previous albums. Hmm. That you can pinpoint.
2: Just like stuff I was listening. Yeah, to? just yeah. Oh, that's a really good question. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what I. You can w-
0: also pass phone a friend. <laughs> well, or.
2: Well, it's funny. So, you know, Ben Lumsdane um, was kind of mixing and producing everything. And, and it I, I didn't really know what he was doing ever, but I always liked the way that it sounded. And then it wasn't until we were on like one of the last songs that he was like, you know that band Grouper? I was like yeah i love grouper and he's like i always try and make your songs sound i think i accidentally always try and make your songs sound like that and i was like that's awesome <laughs> i <laughs> love that band so i think we maybe accidentally uh we're we're both kind of inspired by that oh cool sound but yeah,
3: that's
2: um, cool yeah. yeah
0: yeah i wouldn't have thought of me either, but well,
2: it does but make it make sense. sense now yeah, that you say it. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Well I think I think it came from the first song that we worked on together, which is the last song on the album We Can Go Diving. And I told him that I wanted it to sound underwater. Yeah. And then I think like it's, so I think it just made sense to make everything else sound that way too, to some degree. I've
1: listened to the album a bunch of times and today I put it on while I was making breakfast and for the first time that the last track jumped out at me today. Uh in a way, it hadn't before because I was really feeling that distorted acoustic guitar yeah. sound was just like, oh, that's perfect and just right. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I was, uh, I didn't necessarily want to ask you this on the show, but I'm going to now. Okay. Um, do you know how that sound was achieved? Not to get too uh, nerdy, but we I might... thought it was great.
2: Yeah. Um, that's that's a question for Ben. Okay. He did that, you know, because it was. It was just. it, it was just an acoustic. Uh, you know, basic track. And then I think uh, <laughs> at one point he, we decided to kind of change the direction that the song was going in. And, and so I was like, well, you know, it's like, it's kind of a murder song. And he was like, Oh, <laughs> <What>? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he, he did whatever he did to distort it and make it sound that way. And, and we listened to it a couple times and we we're like, is this too much? Like it might be too much. Mm but we ultimately decided that it was not and I it think, was just right.
1: Yeah. I like when things are a little too much. Yeah. It's when they have a personality.
2: I mean, I just didn't want it to be too grating. Yeah. And like hard to listen to.
1: It felt really, it softened. Uh, I find distortion to be soft a lot of times in a way that I really like. Yeah. And it felt that way listening to it. It did not feel aggressive. It felt like, yeah. Yeah. It's like hazy yes yeah
2: that's actually that word has yeah has been used i think uh i've heard that word in reference to the album before so cool yeah
1: that's great do you plan to
2: perform these songs um i maybe I don't have any shows booked. I mean, I was playing them before because I've, you know, it's been such a long sure. time in the making that they have been performed live in a band before, and it was fun, and I would do it again. Um, I, I just don't, I don't have anything on the books really. Cool. Yeah.
1: Me either. It feels great. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Not mad about it. Yeah.
0: There's plenty of time. You guys have your whole lives to play oh, shows. Yeah. <laughs> Got another question uh, in about uh,
1: popcorn. Hold on uh, a second. <laughs> I don't want to talk about popcorn yet. <laughs> I'm still picking Kate's brain about this record. <laughs> All right. Uh, I also want to ask you another... Jared's like, ready to move on. <laughs> yeah, he's always ready to move on. Jared hates when <laughs> yeah, I start get it getting... At the album's <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: it's really good. So anyway, popcorn.
1: <laughs> I have one more philosophical question. Okay. I've known you for a long time to be making records and putting them out in this town. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Uh, you have what? You've, f- including the Hollows albums, you have four and a half, three and a half records.
2: Uh, I say half because of the EP. EP. But yeah. Um. Three and a half. Three
1: and a half. Three and a half. Over a span of years. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It takes. I it take some time in between.
1: <laughs> How does that f- feel to you? Uh, to be. So- I mean, that many albums in this town feels like that's you put a root down you get that far in Bloomington.
2: I, I feel like it's not that much still, though, just because I know if there's so many prolific musicians in this town who are, like, putting out albums way more consistently than I am. Yeah, so. maybe, but a lot of them then, are bad, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe then it's the time span that I'm interested in, but yeah, I wonder how it feels to you to have been in this town for that long. Terrible. Making (laughs) albums. Really? (laughs) Terrible? I'm
2: just kidding. Oh, good. Thank God. I just like to make jokes about how I hate it here and want to leave, but I'm probably going to die here. Yeah. So. Yeah. I get that. Maybe tonight.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We had some uh, out of town friends stop by last week and who are like jet setters, right? Mm -hmm. And they stopped into Bloomington on their way to someplace else. And we were hanging out with them in the backyard and they just kept singing. God, this town rules. Bloomington is so cool. Oh yeah,
2: people love it here. And
1: it was really nice. We actually said to them, like, it feels really nice to have someone sing the praises of this town. And then David Woodruff, who we mentioned earlier, he was like, yeah, instead of being like, ah, oh, Bloomington's changed all the time. It sucks. <laughs> but it's nice to have someone come in and be like, no, this place is great. Yeah. Yeah, get that point of view. But I guess why the reason I asked that question mm-hmm. is just because I... Uh, I'm kind of always... Keeping my eyes open for my friends and peers, and even uh, people who I look up to in this town, who just keep making music here uh, after the sort of like spark of first getting here, <laughs> or yeah. um, or you age out of this town quickly because yes. it's so it's so it turns over so much. Right. And I'm always really interested in where people are at mentally. Who keep putting out music here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, I, I did grow up here. Yeah. Been here this whole time. Um, and I do, I, I appreciate that, you know, I mean, you could definitely argue against this point if you've ever tried to play a show in this town on a Sunday night or something, or any other night of the week for that matter. <laughs> but I do think that Bloomington is generally pretty supportive of its musicians. Yeah. I mean, if, if not showing up then at least they're supportive in other ways and um i actually i should thank you for promoting the album you oh. shared it on um, on social media and i think it got a review out of the deal and also somebody so, somebody who heard about it from you messaged me and said that he started listening to it in the middle of the day and then had to go lay down for the rest of the day oh <laughs> and i was gosh. like. I think that's a compliment. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take it as a compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you vanquished him. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I it's nice. Like I, I do think we kind of we back each other up here. and We like, you know, there's there's a support network for sure. So, I guess my answer to your question is: is it feels good? Good. Yeah. Yeah. To be putting albums out here.
1: You mentioned Early Day Miners earlier, mm-hmm. having been in that band. Yeah. Early Day Miners is one of my favorite bands from Bloomington.
2: Yeah. Ever.
1: Uh, and when I first got to town, uh, Early Day Miners was like this band to me that was like, wow, that's a band in Bloomington. Right. And I loved it. And I really, I would, I mean, I got to know Dan pretty well before he left town and just like, he was like, to me, he was this like guy I looked up to doing it and I wanted to do it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep making good stuff in this town.
2: I had no business being in that band. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, and I also broke one of dance guitars. Oh, accidentally. really? <laughs>
1: Wait, on
3: purpose?
2: No, no, accidentally. It was accidentally. that persona. It was out of Oh, yeah, yeah I just smashed it.
0: <laughs> um, this would be great. We'll get some cool pictures of me smashing this guitar.
2: No, we'd been on tour. We'd been through many shows at that point, and I'm just—I'm a bit clumsy. This is why I don't have—I don't have nice instruments sure. because <laughs> it doesn't go well. But you know the thing that happens when the strap falls off of course when the you're worst. Uh-huh. and I, I didn't catch it in time um and he still it w- i mean it was i'm not going to remember exactly what kind of guitar it was yeah. but just let it be known that <laughs> it was a very nice guitar to be dropping and breaking
1: how bad of a break are we talking
2: and the neck broke. Oh, or it's no. split. He ha- he he did get it repaired and I believe he was able to to sell it and stuff, but uh, he reminds me of that pretty pretty regularly. I'm sure, yeah. yeah. I'm sure. It it won't be forgotten. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, fine, Jared Popcorn. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Before hey, you so fall this asleep.
0: this album is out now <laughs> and you can get it on uh, it's on your Bandcamp page, right? Mhm. That's probably the best place to get it, right?
2: Yeah, you can get it there. I mean, I I I stream music. I I'm not going to be mad if people want to do that too. But you also
0: have uh, some cool merch. I do have I some saw. cool merch,
2: and I I wish that um, I it's I wish people would buy it, <laughs> because <laughs> not just for my profit, but because I think that the person who's making it is really great, and they they're high desert debris, they're um. Or maybe it's Debris. Anyway, they're... <laughs> debris. Debris. Debra. De- yeah. They um, they make some really cool stuff, including this shirt that I'm wearing, this Fleetwood Mac Tusk oh, shirt. nice. Which um, was how I got involved with uh, talking to them about it. I was like, hey, I really like your shirts. You want to make some shirts for me? Cool. Um, so, yeah. And, and uh, every purchase comes with the free download of the album jared
0: oh there you go did you know that i didn't know that listener did you Good know that deal <laughs>
2: well,
0: that's great yeah. and so those merch items you can get from your bandcamp page too that's correct you got bandanas you got shirts
1: what's the url
0: jared you got totes uh mul- different colors for shirts too mm-hmm. um
2: some hot color combos mm-hmm. on there
0: rodeola.bandcamp.com right I believe so <laughs> can i ask you about the name change
1: from,
2: oh yeah from hollows to rhodiola yeah why
1: why and yeah where did it come from
2: um why is uh was because there was another band called the hollows who were <sighs> who had problem. had already um they were like more active and also had trademarked the name
0: <laughs> oh sure did you consider <laughs> yeah. hollows jr yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: The Hollows. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, we we did consider like just a, a variation on the name, but ultimately decided to go to something else. And I don't know if you've tried to name a band lately, but basically everything you can think of is already taken. I got written
1: up in a, a national article for having one of the worst band names that's ever been heard. <laughs> but so. nobody else has it. That's yeah. true. That it's is unique. True. <laughs> it is
2: unique. Um... It's hard to find one of those. I, I came up with yeah. a
0: good band name for someone, the um, Friday Night, but I don't think they liked it.
2: Is it called Friday Night? That's
0: no. It's pretty good. It was a, it was a locally themed uh, uh, band name.
2: Are you going to tell us?
0: He Royal Dog? That's what I want to <laughs> name a band, is He Royal Dog. <laughs> that's a good one. No, you ready for this? Yes. So this b- band was some folks from some other bands. Super you don't have reverb tonight. I oh, know. I want oh, yeah. to throw it on, but...
2: Okay. Yeah, we need a dramatic delivery here.
0: So, it's Darn Good Super Group. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's pretty great. That's not bad.
0: Yeah. All right, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, if any listeners out there want to form a super group, if,
2: plays, you're,
0: if you're in bands already that are good...
2: That place closed, though, right? I know, it's yeah. Kind of a bad omen.
1: Were you able yeah. to get the super... Were they, selling it from some other place for a minute or am I just wrong about that what do you mean for some reason I thought they had closed the shop but you could still get the soup somehow oh but I could just be I don't, completely wrong I about think that. you might be
0: completely wrong the there's
2: a good chance the styrofoam will live on forever though mm-hmm.
1: yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> well they'll never be forgotten
0: <laughs> I don't think styrofoam is recyclable anymore
2: it never was was it
0: oh <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was putting it in my recycling bin <laughs> oh <laughs> I think I'm gonna get city recycling soon when they annex me.
3: Oh,
2: oh
1: right. Yeah, we doing okay on time, Mike? Yeah, we are. We, okay. Uh, oh yeah, we have a few minutes. Did okay, good. Wa-
2: did you want me to tell you? Please tell me about rhodiola. About why um I there is a an herb called rhodiola, but it's spelled R H O D I O L A. Ah. And its properties are supposed to be like. Uh, adaptogenic I'm not familiar uh, with that term I don't know that so word so it's like it kind of helps you deal with stress mm-hmm. kind of mellows you out sort of thing
1: rubberizes you <laughs>
2: um, and so I thought also and then so I liked the play on words rodeo yeah actual you yeah
0: know. the Garth Brooks song rodeo
2: yeah really you know that song? Really? <laughs> no.
0: It's the dust and mud. The Yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Neither here nor there.
2: Anyway, and it also had the benefit of not already existing as a band name yet.
1: Yeah, that's good. Yeah.
0: You got it. Got you it. Did you take it down it. to the trademark office?
2: No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, I mean...
0: Yeah, I mean no this one else is going to do in that.
2: In the age of the internet, like, do we need to trademark yeah, things as much. Yeah, you just
1: got to prove it. You uh, just... Go to archive.org and get in the Wayback Machine and prove that you had the name on a given date. You sing about the rodeo in Cottage Grove.
2: That's right. Yeah. 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 I used
0: to live on Cottage Grove. Can't make this stuff up, folks.
2: I know. I. <laughs> Do you
1: like rodeos?
2: No, that... So, so that song was, was actually about seeing a, a Cottage Grove, Oregon. Yeah and seeing a sign ah. for a rodeo and I was thinking it's just, it was such a small town and so yep. it was it was funny to me um I feel like all my songs start because I have some funny <laughs> so I thought something was funny and then they sound not funny that's what weird Al does he <laughs> comes up with something funny and then writes a song about it yeah, yeah. but his songs <laughs> remain funny mine just sounds sad <laughs> They're, like, really heavy and sad. And I'm like, "That was a joke at first. <laughs> <laughs> I swear.
0: <laughs> well, Kate. What? Thanks a lot for joining <laughs> us. Yeah, Thanks,
2: thanks for, for having me. Over. It was really nice. fun. Yeah.
0: Uh, your music's great. Hopefully we'll see you playing it live. And I won't complain about going to shows again.
2: <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Too late. I'll complain about going, even if it's mine.
0: Yeah. rodeola.bandcamp.com. Um... Do you have? Do you still have? And people can get the the vinyl of the previous album there too, right? Do You still have there's any of those? a
2: couple left. I think Landlocked has a couple, and I might have like one. Okay, but so just go to limited, Landlocked. limited yeah. supply. Yeah.
1: Great. I Thanks, have
0: guys. a I have a Rodeola T-shirt that I have outgrown. Um, but if it fits me again someday, we'll <laughs> <laughs> be back in it. Nice. You put it in the stretcher. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how are we doing on time, Mike? We're out of time. We're out All of right. time. Thanks, Thanks Kate. Guys. We'll be back right after this with hour two of Unspoken Requests, episode number eighty-seven. Ooh. Welcome to Hour 2. That's right, Hour 2. Hour number 2 of Unspoken Requests with Jared and Mike. I'm still Jared. Still Mike, as always. And we just had a nice talk with Kate Long during Hour 1. What a wonderful time. And Kate has left. (laughs) They had enough of us and split. That's right. Just me and you now, Mike.
1: Yeah, now what do we do? Now we back announce the music we heard. Oh, that's too much. We heard that so first much hour, great music just now.
0: That first hour we heard... Well, we heard some rodeo songs that first hour. That's right. We talked about that already. Um, just now we heard... To start off the hour, Nyla Hunter with Talisman. Michael Martin Murphy with Wildfire. I think I have the order here wrong, but they're all... You'll you get it. <laughs> MXPX with Unsaid... Bobby Gentry with Apartment 21, Sparks with the instrumental version of When I'm With You, Denise Williams with the song Free, uh, Clouds by Randy Newman from the James and the Giant Peach soundtrack. (laughs) I've never seen that,
1: but I do love Randy Newman. It's like a claymation, right? Uh, Is is it? Is it a Pixar? No, I think it's uh, Stop motion.
0: Saint Etienne with I Was Born on Christmas Day. Christmas uh, in July. That's a thing people... Uh-huh. I don't know why, but that is something people say. People say. Uh, and after that, we heard Blue Gas with Shadows from Nowhere. Uh, Sparks, we saw our, our first time back in the movie theater, Mike, last week. We saw the new Sparks documentary. Yeah, I was going to say, we can do Cinema Corner here. AMC West. Um... Uh, first time back, I ordered a a popcorn, I ordered a, uh, soft drink, and they have these, you know, we've talked about how much the, we Uh, hate the Coca-Cola freestyle machines with all the, the screen with the buttons and everything. Boy, and the slobbers and the boogers all over. Yeah.
1: And I... COVID-19, the film of COVID-19 over the screen. I didn't think
0: that was even an option this time. It turned out it was, and I was just, uh, not smart enough to realize it. (laughs) But I thought that the only way to do it now is with the QR code and, to, and to <laughs> dispense a drink from your phone. <laughs> so when I got my drink, that's what I did. I followed the directions. It just said, do this. And uh, I did. So I took a picture on my phone of the QR code on the Coca-Cola machine, okay? Okay. That pulls up a link at the top of my phone. I click on the link. It slowly loads a website <laughs> that looks like the freestyle machine, kind of. And it gives you... <laughs> menus of different types of sodas to pick from (laughs) low calorie fruity root the the root beer family of sodas and so on I do that I pick what I want and then a button appears at the bottom of my phone it says press to pour and you press that and it pours a little bit but I had a large and I had to do that like 8 times to get it full pressing the
1: pour button over and over again so wait a minute if you (laughs) zapped that QR code and yeah. then went into your theater. Could you prank someone by hitting that button Oh, from inside the theater?
0: Um, good question. I don't know how close you need to be the to word, the machine. I
1: use the word prank uh, loosely there.
0: Sure. Um, or if you're like just the next person in line behind the person yeah. who's, who is luckily, it, you know, not many people were in the theater then. And even then someone was in line behind me by the time I was done yeah. with all this because it takes a long time. <laughs> And then next time I w- when I went to get my refill, I realized that you could still use the screen. You just have to like, I don't know, I tapped it a bunch. Yeah. Like those uh, monkeys in two thousand and one, <laughs> <a> Space Odyssey. <laughs> like it was a obelisk uh, monolith.
1: Someday you'll What's be able to do everything you did there. You'll be able to scan your QR code, uh, and your button will pop up. And when you push it on your phone, the Coca-Cola Classic will come out of the oh yeah the dongle hole. You you'd just hold your phone over your glass.
0: You just have like a little CO2 that you hook up to it. Yeah. And you got the syrup.
1: No, you wouldn't have to. It'll just pull it out of the air. It'll have a little... Oh, nice. It'll have a little, uh, uh, you know, opening on the top. Oh, from the cloud. Where it sucks in the CO2. And the syrup will just be made spontaneously for, from the elements in the air. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, we
0: saw uh, there, w- there were two other people in the theater. Yeah. Uh, But at first, there was also a family of four (laughs) who uh, the poor family walked into the wrong screen. Okay,
1: when I was coming... Because you beat me there. Yeah. You got there first. So I came and bought my ticket. And I headed for the theater. The Sparks
0: Brothers is the film we're talking about. the Sparks Brothers.
1: It was great. And I actually missed it at first. I missed the entrance to the theater at first because that family was milling around, acting like they were coming in or out of that door. They couldn't quite decide. And I just saw them, and I thought oh that's like subconsciously it was yeah. like well, that's not the Sparks movie oh yeah uh, so then I was like looking for the number and it's like oh wait that is the entrance to the Sparks Brothers movie so then I went in then that family came in behind me we sat in the back row they sat in the first row of the of that big section yes uh, when I got to the theater Jared had made a friend already <laughs> uh,
0: someone talked to me and I responded <laughs> that's what you mean well yes. that's
1: you're friendly you yeah. are friendly so thank you. you made a friend. That feller. How did we unfold this story? What's the best way to unfold this tale? Well, they There's might be listening. That is true. That, there is a chance that they're listening. Which, if so, thank you. You made our night. Fun time. <laughs> I
0: don't. I don't know if they feel comfortable. Feel comfortable talking about this on the air. Because they could be.
1: They'll think we're making fun of them. Oh no. <laughs> I would never make fun of somebody. Uh, uh, the, the point was this: <laughs> this poor family. I'll will d- tell it. Okay, uh, you, so they, you, yeah, Mike is telling this. Jared it wants nothing to do with me telling this story. I'm
0: just I'm just picturing this person working third shift at the pretzel factory or whatever,
1: turning on the radio and hearing sure. the story about them and being mortified. Well, I'll say this: we don't know who this person was. They could be any geek off the street. The other thing is. Is I don't know anything about this person, so I'm making zero judgments about this person at all. I'm just describing a scenario that was ticklish. Oh yeah, it was definitely has ticklish. nothing to do with what that person was like or who they are. I don't know anything about them, but it's, it's and it's and it. Well, go ahead. The movie started
0: after a long stretch of trailers. Yeah policy bumpers you know <laughs> i i know they're called policy bumpers because i i eventually after watching them on youtube learned that that's how they're categorized i'm sure i don't, I don't want to seem like i'm smarter than i am <laughs> uh i You're would not i would not see someone uh explaining you know that there's there's there that there are refreshments in the lobby and to you know where the exits are yeah i would i would not know on my own that they're called policy bumpers but now you know if it's good to know... I'm telling this to the listener, too. If you're wanting to find 1980s policy bumpers on YouTube, that's those are the words you have to put in the search <laughs> bar to, uh, to pull them up. And there's
1: some good ones on there. So anyway, <laughs> the movie begins. I don't remember how far into the long... It's like a two and a half hour flick. So I don't remember how far into it we got when the family... A family of four, including two like teenagers. It
0: was the it was immediately the moment Beck was on the screen Beck, talking. The famous musician the first Talking Beck, Head on the-
1: Beck Hansen came on the screen, and this family gets up and they all walk out together.
0: Like, they knew right away this was yeah. not oh. Cruella or whatever yeah, it was. We went going.
1: into the wrong theater. We got confused and went into the wrong one, so they bailed, which is like yeah duh makes sense. And they knew right away. Yeah, what else are you gonna do? Stay
0: in a movie that you accidentally.
1: But because there was hardly anyone else in the room, we all saw it, and yeah. that's a comical thing. You could tell, being judgmental, you could tell that eh, family's not here to see this movie. Yeah, I, and I, then then I was like,
0: I was like, I was thinking about that actually before they left. I was like, you know, this person, you know, I assume the father, which is,
3: wow, well, uh, well, you're making your best sexist guesser. of
0: me. Uh, it, it could have just as easily been the mother. Either one of them could have been a Sparks fan. Maybe they were yeah. uh, um, a roadie for Sparks back in uh, yeah. nineteen eighty-seven, um, and they were like, you know, got the, got the, the the daughters into the band, and we're like, all right, we're going to go see this movie about this band I like. Yeah, that definitely is plausible, but un- unlikely. It was. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, it's possible. It's a
1: neat thing that they're here. But but then, then it was obvious. The movie started. They got up and left. Uh, which was like funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's funny because we all kind of knew you weren't here for this and then they got up and left. It was makes the, sense. the exact same thing happened to me
0: and my grandmother when we went to go see the George Strait movie Pure Country in 1991 when we, or whatever year it was, 92 maybe, when we accidentally walked into the film Consenting Adults. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it started, we were both knew yeah. this is not
1: Pure Country starring George Strait. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you caught it before anything bad happened. Yeah. So anyway, then we sit for two and a half hours and watch this movie, which was great. I was really happy to learn about Sparks and hear some of that music. Interesting guys. Cool career arc. Cool influence on popular music. Just a neat thing all around. Good documentary. Edgar Wright made it. He's a fun filmmaker. Movie ends. And the last, you know, the four of us who were left in the theater, five there there So
0: there, there are... Um, Two strangers up front. A friend of ours walked in.
1: Mm And sat with us. And
0: sat with us. That we were not expecting to be there, but it was just a nice surprise.
1: Yeah. So, So five people
0: in the movie theater. uh, Six. Six. One one was a couple. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh,
1: So, we all stand up and start leaving. And the guy who Jared had befriended at the beginning of the movie uh, was just like, amazing. I love him. I love this band. They're so great. And then he's like. He's like, why did that family leave? I guess you don't want to see a movie about a great band. Idiots. Idiots. Is what he said. I forgot about the idiots. Idiots. Okay. you Okay. I guess you don't want to watch a movie about a great band. Idiots. (laughs) It was like that tone. Yeah. Like he could not believe. And so what my
0: question is, do you, do you, what? Yeah, what was he actually thinking or expecting? Or was he just saying that to say it? I think... Does he actually think that they made a decision to not watch this movie? (laughs) And he expected them to stay in a movie they didn't sign up for just because that's where they had sat down. like,
1: this is a great band. Don't (laughs) leave the (laughs) theater. This is a great band. Yeah. It's
0: like... So what would it take for you to stay in a movie that you didn't (laughs) go to? Like... You would have to see something, like, incredible and on the screen. Be like, okay, I know we came to see Cruella, but we got to stay for this one instead. And it's a
1: documentary. With
0: our <laughs> children who are going to be bored to tears <laughs> after this two and a half hour documentary is over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I told Jared, because we were texting a little bit back and forth about that guy, because I kind of got tickled just thinking about him this week. Okay, I guess you don't want to see a movie about a great band, idiots. Uh... And I was thinking uh, about that family (laughs) coming to this movie (laughs) and Beck comes on the screen and he's like, Sparks is a great band and the dad is just like, great band. That's the exact kind of crap I hate. Get me out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the thing he didn't want to hear about was a great band. Yeah. Specifically. Oh, man. I guess, you know, it was just a funny passing moment. Yeah. If you're, hey, buddy, buddy, if you're out there listening to this, please know we have no ill will towards you. You just tickled us with what you said. I might take on And I Jared, think he was just wanting to uh, connect
0: with us fellow Sparks fans. Yeah.
1: That's what I was going to say. He seemed very excited about the movie. Yeah. And I think he just wanted to he had been a show fan. how excited he was and just said the first thing that came into his mind and well, he was kind of trying to make a joke about the family leaving. Yeah, But it just didn't quite work. It Right. Worked for me. It did make me
0: laugh. Oh, yeah. Jared and I laughed immediately. <laughs> like He asked me how long I had been a Sparks fan, and then he was like, I've been a fan since I saw them in the movie Roller Coaster in 1976. Yeah. So, every day he's just been checking the movie listings <laughs> for a Sparks documentary, <laughs> and it finally came, and this is his moment, and he's like, can't believe that a family would walk out of it.
1: 45 years in the making.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I would recommend this documentary if you're looking for... Something to watch. <laughs> it's It was playing at the theater longer than I expected. Like, it was there for... I checked the
1: listings and it was there... I think it's still there this week, actually. Oh, good. Because when I checked, it wasn't showing on Monday. The day after we saw it? Well, they weren't open on Monday until... That right? makes sense. I don't know. But I, but I, I specifically went ah. to that showing because I thought it was the last one. I think the 24th... Starting the 24th, they're open every day now. Good.
0: Whereas before, I think it was only like a Thursday through Sunday deal. Great. Um. So anyway, yeah, yeah that's a, that's
1: our review of the new Sparks Brothers movie, uh, and our review of going to the um, theater after having been vaccinated from the novel coronavirus.
0: Sparks documentary featured three seconds of friend of the show Jake Foglenest. That
1: is true. Um, uh, prior guest. That's true. He, he was in the, in the film. I saw Beck once. He opened for you too. At oh. Lucas Oil Stadium on the Joshua Tree, thirtieth anniversary tour. Oh, it was pretty amazing to see Beck open a show like that. Beck, because he's a big star himself. I have not kept up with Beck. Me either. Um, I've got. Uh, I'm
0: sure he's making some good songs.
1: but I just haven't heard any since Sea Change. You know, I liked his hits when I was a teen. You know, uh, I'm you know loser, whatever. Uh, Devil's haircut. I liked those songs. Uh, but I never owned his albums until I bought Sea Change on a whim and loved it and then never bought another one. Yeah. No real reason. Just it n- didn't keep up. Beck. Father of...
0: Modern... The Hanson Brothers. Oh.
1: <laughs> I really hope that that is true and is... Uh, it is wait, it's... Yeah. Who's the... Dad of the Jonas Brothers. Jonas Schroett. Yes.
0: <laughs> no, it's uh, it's a like guy from Weezer. Oh,
1: yeah, I think you're right. Yep. They talk about it on that first album. Yeah. First song, even. Well, Mike. Yes?
0: I was thinking about this. So, uh, is this a good idea or not a good idea? It's a good idea. What I'm about to say. Yeah. I think So, you know, the brand, it, you know the brand of snack bars, Lara Bars? Sure, my daughter <coughs> loves them. What if they, like... You know how all these, like, companies come up with, like, lands, theme parks, roadside attractions to promote themselves? Like, like Dinosaur Land. Walt Disney Pictures made Disneyland.
1: Sure. Uh, what was that one? Dinosaur Land? Isn't that where Clifford is going? Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> um... Anyway, I was thinking, what if they there was a place that built like a... You know how there's... Cor- Everyone loves a corn maze around here. Everybody. In the
1: fall. Everybody.
0: What if you built a giant... Larabinth. Prese- Lar- Larabar presents the Larabinth. Larabinth. Larabinth presented by Larabar, and it's made out of dates and... All the all of the the maze is made out of just five ingredients, so it could be dates, almonds, mortar, whatever you
3: need,
1: <laughs> you know. But it's yeah. just five ingredients to make the uh, labyrinth. Well, that does beg the question of the size. I'm imagining like a like a it's Spinal like, Tap Stonehenge situation.
0: I'm thinking like I'm thinking like uh, kind of like The Shining, you know that kind of sure. Deal. And
1: but it's all like the gunk that makes up a Bar. It's
0: made to look like that, yeah. Even though it's oh. not made of. So, those like at things. a zoo,
1: like at a zoo, when it looks like there's a rock. Uh, yes. A stone formation. Right, but it's actually just my t- t- uh, childhood friend Steve Perry, who uh, has carved that out. <laughs> Wait, Steve Perry is your childhood <laughs> friend? <laughs> yeah, Stephen Perry is a childhood friend of mine. You might know him from the famous lyric, "Stephen, I'm sorry." Uh, oh, I'm thinking of Steve Perry from Journey. Right. I'm not sure if it's the same guy. I uh, I would doubt it. But he, uh, he and I grew up together. Now he is the guy that carves those stone things at the zoo.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm not crazy about the zoo, to be honest.
1: Me either. Me either. It's a little disquieting. Uh, I think your idea is good. That also reminds me that today <laughs> um, I was feeding hash browns to my family for breakfast and I was just saying, uh, my wife was just saying what we had for breakfast. And she said, potatoes. And my daughter says, These aren't potatoes. This is a hash brown. <laughs> and we were like, Well, what is a hash brown made of? And she goes, Topatoes, I guess. Topatoes. Topatoes, topatoes.
0: You say, Topato, I say, Topato. <laughs> Ta- you say, Tapatillo. Let's call the whole thing off. <laughs> <what I> say. <laughs> you say sopapia.
1: <laughs>
0: Ooh, I could I could go for a good sopapia at the One Accord restaurant.
1: <laughs> I know you could. I'm going to be on a boat all day tomorrow. Mm, look uh, at you. I don't know if I'm quite mentally prepared for it, but I think I'm going to have a good time. <laughs> it'll, think be you my, will. it'll be my first uh, boat, Lake Monroe boat outing this summer with a gang of friends. Yeah,
0: I have not been on one, so if any friends are listening to this, you know, invite me. I'll Jared come. wants to
1: go on your boat.
0: I'll come on your boat. Um. <laughs> uh, I had I got a new air freshener for my car. What smell? I don't know. Well, it was a promotional one from Lock that I got when I bought a record.
1: Oh. Anyway. Of, of a Landlocked air freshener or a... A no, branded, no. an otherwise branded. Of
0: the album I bought.
1: Oh, what'd you get? Um, The, uh,
0: here, I'll, I'll place them on, on here right now. It's probably my favorite album of the year.
1: Wow. You heard it here, folks. Jared Cheek's pick for album of the year. Uh,
0: Tezeta from uh, Hailu Mergia, mm. The Wayless. <laughs> the the wally the is boy it sure
1: sounds like you're just uh, the, I don't know how to, having a stroke I'm, right now. Hi Lou, hi does Mergilla. it smell like t- what, maple syrup. Is that what this
0: oh, smells like? I'm so sorry to Hi for what I've been doing. The to hack your name. job. Anyway, it's on that uh, awesome Taste from Africa record. It's uh, I do like that label. Um, great Ethiopian instrumental music. Yeah, um,
1: you sent it to me and I listened to it and really enjoyed it.
0: Anyway, I, got, I bought that and uh, I was given a complimentary air freshener of the artist. Oh, cool. Uh, which I put in my car and then I realized something. At the end of the day, or the next day, I'd left a mask in there. I put the mask on and the mask all day smelled like that air freshener. Yeah. So, here's what you do. Put your mask in your car, get some new air fresheners. You'll have a nice smelling mask. I don't have a to wear a mask, mask.
1: anymore. What's it? that? The CDC says that I'm vaccinated. So
0: my dad it. said <laughs> I can do whatever I want. Pee-wee. My, I do have my, my ma- father, Dr. Fauci, says I can do whatever
1: I want. <laughs> pee-wee. I discovered a Indiana <clears throat> marionette puppet company this week called Pee-Winkle's. I didn't discover that. They're new to me. I, I, I personally yeah, I, found I out to know, about them. I'd like to know more about
0: this. Peewinkles. You know, this is a, a Bob Baker marionettes in California. Those yep. seem pretty cool. I wonder they, if it's like that. They do look cool. Is it Bob Baker? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. How are we doing on time, Mike? Two minutes. That's it? Two minutes. Oh, dear. Well, uh, we'll be back with another show in a couple weeks. Two weeks from now. It'll be July by then. Yep. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be back with episode eighty-eight next time. Hope you're all doing well. Staying safe out there. Today I saw there were six new cases of COVID nineteen in Monroe County, which is up from the day we had zero new cases. That so, is up. so uh, stay safe out there. I'm folks. gonna I'm gonna make a, a controversial statement and say that I think everyone should get vaccinated if they
1: can. Is that uh, controversial? I suppose it is. Yeah. If you well, can, to some,
0: if you can get vaccinated. You know some people have a medical uh, condition or what whatever and they but if you, yeah you you get it All right thanks for listening it's 1am that means it's about time for us to go That's right anything else on your heart mike Nope let's just enjoy this music on the way out Sounds good
3: bye bye, bye.